Welcome to Blue by 90, your Michigan football podcast, coming at you live from the Blue by 90 studio. I'm Kalen, joined by Nate and Jack. Hey, And we are so glad to talk about the absolute beatdown of Notre Dame that we saw yesterday. Guys, I this is like the best I've felt all season. This is amazing. <laughs> yeah, there's it's great. Cer- certain feelings that you got after that game. It's like it's like it's like when you hold your son for the first time, <laughs> or it's like welcome back, Nate. Yeah, <laughs> like when you hold your son for the first time when when you graduate college, when when you see your son win the Heisman Trophy, and when you see Michigan absolutely destroy Notre Dame. I oh, loved it, man. That it was, was so, such a great night. Just dominated the entire game. Offensive line looked good. Uh, defense looked great. Don Brown was mixing it up with zone and man coverage, and Shea just managed the game really well. It was, it was fun. And just to sit out there in the rain and watch the football on a poncho was great. <laughs> yeah, final score was, what, 44-14? 45-14. 45 yeah. 14 yeah. I mean, you, we basically witnessed the Notre Dame just fall apart. Every facet of their game just they couldn't do anything. Mm-hmm. They couldn't run the ball. They couldn't pass the ball. Some of that was weather, right, obviously. But, I mean, Ian Book was totally immobilized by placing a spy on him. All of a sudden, we're playing zone. Key to the game. That was one of the keys one, to the game. That was one of the keys to the game. Yeah. Oh, Ian Book, yeah. yeah. I mean, he had 73 total pass yards. He ran the ball for 13 yards. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's oh. he's a fast guy. I, yeah, he's athletic. He's explosive. You remember when they were playing Georgia? I mean, even though they lost to Georgia too, I mean, Ian Book looked like scary. I was going like, oh my gosh, we got to play Notre Dame later on. Like this is going to be a disaster. And preseason, I think I know. I know at least I thought that that was going to be a game that I just felt bad about yeah. the beginning of the season. Yeah. And then going in to this game, we were talking about last week on the podcast, and mm-hmm. I was. You know, I felt really confident after the Penn, yeah, after after Penn, Penn State. State. And even, <laughs> even Corso was calling on game day. <laughs> yeah. And then it just, uh, it all was put together. So that was awesome to see. Yeah, that was great. Every facet of the ball, uh, we were just, you know, we were just firing on all cylinders. Um, let's just talk about the first half. I mean, right out the gate here. Um, a first half, I mean, this was one of the big things, right? Michigan had played inconsistent ball all year, right? They might play well second half, they might play well first half, but then they fall apart throughout the Mm -hmm. game. This was the first game where they kind of came out in the first half, and I was like, okay, well, we didn't score a touchdown, but we put points on the board, Mm -hmm. right? Um, What are you guys' thoughts, first half? Uh, I thought the first half was, I mean, pretty dominant, especially just running the football, and I think for us it, it seemed to really work out that the the rain for some reason just helped us more because I feel like we controlled the line of scrimmage right. and I feel like they couldn't pass the ball and then that was one of the things that they seemed to if it wasn't raining they might have been able to throw the ball up a little bit more to their right. tight ends who were pretty big but other than that they couldn't run the football at all and so I think when you can't run the football in the rain it definitely helped us and definitely was an advantage the punt block. That was the weirdest play I've ever oh, seen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, okay, yeah. I mean, that was just a huge momentum play for Michigan. Yeah. So then be able to take advantage that of that. That was weird, yeah. yeah. And take momentum off of that and be able to get some points off of that. That was, that was awesome. That was great. Yeah. And then the offense just started, like, clicking and working. And then next thing you know, they're up by 10 nothing. It seemed like the rain didn't affect us at all. It it, seemed, you would think, like, oh, it's raining. Like, the ball's slippery. Mm-hmm. Maybe some fumbles. Maybe some, you know. Shockingly, no fumbles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There was a couple things, though, like, where... Um, 
Shay had that weird like pat. I think that's she just. Oh, he like put it in his left hand and he, he like tried, tried to pitch it. it. Like I don't, was I don't know if that's because the rain or just bad decision, but that, that, was, that was dumb. That was second <laughs> half though. But yeah. yeah, I thought the first half was. Um, well, Shay did have a fumble yes. at the end of the first half. Yeah, but again, uh, for rain, went down the weather. Yeah. yeah, I'll let that one go. Um, yeah, I mean, first half overall, no complaints. That's that, that was my big struggle when we were getting ready to record. I was like, I don't have that much to say because we did a lot well. Yeah. Uh, second half. Um, any second half thoughts here? Maybe we put up points again. You know, I mean, um, I've got, I mean, we just put up points. We rode the momentum. We continued to run the ball. We started to be able to throw the ball a little bit because the rain stopped. Yeah. I, I, going off what I said about the, the, the entire game, the O-line was able to make their blocks, create holes for the running backs, get to the second level where the running backs can have a little bit more running room. And as yeah. you can see, some bigger running plays. Like Haskins had a big run play, at least one. Charbonnet had a couple really nice runs. And that just all starts the offensive line. So We saw him doing a lot of like guard <clears throat> pulls and like trap blocks and yeah. stuff like that mm-hmm. this time. Yeah. Uh, at least I wasn't seeing before that. Yeah, Caesar or was they definitely... weren't able to pull over in time before or, or, that. Yeah. Right? I mean, there was that one. We even saw one with Eric All where he wasn't Ball. able to get over. Um, to seal that block, so like Shea or somebody yeah. could run the ball. But when they're able to do that and get their blocks in time, I mean, you can tell the difference. Oh, a hundred percent. And I mean, I think it was Big Mike or was saying after the game that they had been working on things that they did last year that worked really well, and trying to like reincorporate some of that. Um, and I'm it's like, good to see that they're doing yeah, that. Why, yeah, why not? If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah. <laughs> so that's always good to see. Um, yeah, you kind of touched on this earlier. Uh, Don Brown running some zone. I mean, yeah, he really mixed it up, too. which I was just like, oh, thank God. I was like, somebody needs to. Can we give him a round of applause or something? I'm yeah. like, dude, finally. What have you. Why did it take you so long? It took you four years to play zone. <laughs> this is a big game, too. I think, you know, I'm sure the like, main. Just like media will still be on Jim Harbaugh. Oh, you never won. I mean, yeah. this is his big game that he won. Yeah, that, that, that was, was a good Notre Dame team, and they absolutely smoked him. That was what I was going to ask. Actually, was uh, what do you think the narrative is on this? You think it's going to be because before it was, you know, here's a big game for Jim Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh can't win big games. Now that he did win a big game, are we going to say that Notre Dame team was overrated? Jim Harbaugh still can't win big games. I think the trend is for like. They want a story. The media wants a story. So as long as they can keep perpetuating the whole like Jim Harbaugh's unsuccessful kind of thing, yeah. it just allows for them to get more views. And so okay, yeah, I buy that. I, buy I that. don't think uh, yeah, narrative doesn't change until the end of the season yeah. if he can beat everyone. Mm-hmm. If he can beat Michigan State and Ohio State and Notre Dame all in the same year, yeah. that not change. I think they have to be realistic though. I mean, look at if the team wins out and loses a game against Ohio State, I'm not going to be that upset. Yeah. It will be. It's it's always a disappointment that they're. Losing to Ohio State. Look at Ohio State has so many five stars. Look, remember Chase Young was their backup. That guy's <laughs> being considered a, a Heisman contender now. Yeah. Look at it's just that team is so good, and for us to be able to spoil their season would be awesome. But I just don't see it happening. I would be really happy to see them win win out the rest of those games, and for them to beat and just destroy Michigan State like the way they did Notre Dame. He's just was, trying to go ten and three again. That's all. Ten and three. Hey, you know. <laughs> Yeah, are you, are we, by Michigan standards, that's not a bad yeah. thing. Yeah, what do you guys think? That we saw saw that Joel Klatt thing, right, where he was saying like, yeah. uh, 
that the Michigan standard is what Jim Harbaugh has been achieving. Right? Did you see this one, Nate? I, you know, I completely agreed with it because, I mean, if you think about it, I remember when Lloyd Carr was there, and, I mean, you look at Lloyd Carr's re- record, 7-9 versus Ohio State. That's that's not that great. Not great. A lot of a lot of years they ended up in the, like the Big Ten championship here and there. Not always though. A lot of seventeen, like you know, they ended up being seventeen. Uh, Bo Schembechler never won a national championship. So like I get that whole thing, and I think he's kind of right about you know. Look, Michigan's had a lot of good teams, a lot of like couple great teams here and there, but like this whole like complete dominance for. 20 years. Last time they, it last time something like that was like probably the 1930s, which yeah. they, which they did. They had like five years or so that. Yeah, were, but nobody. Like, that's all that's, like before the forward pass. You know, yeah. like no one cares. Yeah. So, so I mean, we'll we'll gloat about it because yeah. we're Michigan guys. But mm-hmm. I, I think he's right. Right, that uh, people have been kind of spoiled by the the Nick Sabans and the stuff like that, where you're not considered to be a good coach if you don't go undefeated and win a national title every year. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Jim Harbaugh is a good coach. So. I, I would say the feelings towards the last, like, five years of Lloyd Carr is probably exactly what I feel like right now with the team. Yeah. You know, can't beat Ohio State. You know, a lot of good teams, right? Like, Lloyd Carr's 2006 year where he had, they went, were they number three? Like, they were, they, they were one and two. One and two in yeah, that matchup, right? one versus two matchup, both yeah. run defeated. Yeah. Like, that... We pretty much had one of those teams yeah. when in Jim Harbaugh's second year. Yep. So when it was a JT with short game. Yeah. yeah. And that could have gone either way. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. I mean, if Michigan fans were satisfied with Lloyd Carr, then they should be satisfied with Jim Harbaugh. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. I'm but talking. even Lloyd Carr, um, I can't remember what you said the record was, but yeah, he was six seven and zero. I mean, that's that's not bad. That's a rivalry. You're going back and forth. Oh, six seven and zero. Six oh, seven. Six. So he was six and seven. So oh, six, yeah. six seven and zero. Yeah. yeah. Bo was I said eleven. Bo was eleven nine and one. I mean, the only person that really had an amazing record versus Ohio State was Fielding Yost. It was 16-3-1. <laughs> and that was back when Michigan was yeah. one of the only teams in college football. Or playing on a dirt field or something. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I just think it's unrealistic expectations, which I, I that was the biggest thing that stuck out to me from what Joel Class said. Yeah. Is, I don't know, because, I, I mean, I can say it for myself. I have these expectations, too, where I'm like, Michigan should be doing this. And well, doing exactly. That. But yeah. it puts it into perspective where... We're all delusional. Yeah. I don't care what anybody says. It's just a fact. <laughs> yeah. And these expectations are just out of this world and coming from nowhere. Yeah, because nobody's going to go like, 10 and 3, yeah, right. Like Nobody's going right. to say that. Everyone's going to go, But it's like, we're, we're not we're not going 11 and 1 and beating Ohio State? You're fired. Like, right. When was that ever the standard exactly. at Michigan? Who did that? Other than 100 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know? and Ohio State... They've been the best program since 2001 when they won the national championship against Miami. Right. That program has been, you can say Alabama, you can say, you know, Texas for some time, you can say Oklahoma. Yeah, I get it, but from the past 20 years, Ohio State has been the best program, yeah. period. And mm-hmm. they all started with Jim Trussell, and all that has bled over into Urban Meyer. And that's the program you see today. That's why they're... Are you saying the best the program between us and Michigan, or the best program... I think they're the best program in the nation. That is over the past twenty long. years. What are you talking about? How many titles have they won in the past twenty years? They've won two, right? How many has Alabama won? I get there's championships, but I'm saying like if Clemson. you look at Alabama was nothing before Nick Saban, right? They've had two. Yeah, they've off like consistency, consistency where, like yeah. over a long run. Urban Meyer's. I hate saying this. I hate saying this, but it's just what I feel. 
dependent. I mean, you're, when you're I looking mean, at championships, it's. I, I, I don't know I if don't I would know put those words on it, but the sentiment <laughs> is 100%. I'd say top five. Because you're right. Ohio State is on this epic tear where it's, they're playing basically, they're like the best team in the country for the last like 15 years, basically, mm. right? Just on the level that they're achieving. And so for a team in the same conference to just be like, oh, I'm going to do the same thing, like that usually doesn't happen at mm. all, right? I mean, it, it, you see it in the SEC with like Auburn getting cute sometimes, right? But otherwise, that doesn't happen. Yeah. God, so, I disagree with you guys so much on this. Dude, I oh, I know what God. you're saying, and it, it, it hurts me to say that because I hate that team. But how can you even say but, it? Florida, Alabama. But it's looking over the long longer, period of right? Time. Florida had Florida had years for last three or four years just garbage, right? Yeah. Alabama from 2000 to 2007 yeah. was nothing. I mean, think about Urban Meyer's time at Ohio State. He was there for what seven years. Yeah. I think we can say top five. I I, I just. From my my opinion, my opinion, well, they're top five, no doubt. But number one, that I, I just can't. That's yeah. I mean, just look well, at their. Everybody's record. entitled to their own opinion. Yeah, <laughs> let's get back to the game, right? So, <laughs> what were you saying? Second half? What? So, <laughs> I'm so frazzled. I'm so god. No, I mean, yeah, second half of that game. I mean, oh, you guys saw the uh, Stephen Spinellis. <laughs> Oh, it's awesome! <laughs> Block. Oh my that gosh, awesome. that was Looking insane. Like Michael Orr. Yeah, that was you, sweet. You just have a couple of those guys now. Like you just see him like making plays and really playing with some heart. Like guys like Aiden Hutchinson. That Love guy, that he's. I can't he's a wait to see him against Ohio State. Oh my god, oh, he hates Greg Madison. <laughs> he is fired up, man. Yeah. Like, that is like I am pumped for this year because yes, Ohio State is amazing, and they're you know I, right now I, I will say right okay. I will give you credit here. <laughs> right now, at this point in the season, I think they're the number one team in the country. Again, we're playing different competition. We're up north. We're not playing anybody in the SEC. But just off a consistency basis, like you're saying, over the past 20 years, this season they have been, I believe, the most consistent team. Where we know exactly what we're going to get from them week in and week out. But it's a rivalry game. Yeah. And we have it at home. Anything, anything can happen in a rivalry game. Yeah. So, um, again, where I'm saying, oh, yeah, I feel super confident about Michigan versus Michigan State. It's a rivalry game. They might that? come out and spank us. Like we we don't know that. I mean, you could see a little bit of their vulnerability in the first quarter when they were playing Wisconsin, right? There was uh, Justin Fields had like issues with the snap count, right? Mm-hmm. Where he was clapping his hands and they weren't supposed to snap the ball, and they snapped the ball, and all the linemen are just sitting there, and and Fields is like, oh crap, right? Or uh, uh, he was fumbling the ball. They were also having issues with rain and whatnot as well. But I'm just saying that he's not got a big S on his chest, right? He's not Superman. So if we show up and play in that game, anything can happen, like you're saying. If we can compete the way we have the past game and a half, as long as we can keep it close, yeah, yes, anything can happen. But, I, yeah, I mean, the way yeah. it blown out. So. <laughs> well, Michigan's goal is going to be to start stringing together some of these yeah. Uh, performances, right? Yeah. Becoming more consistent, becoming more tight, right? And I think they they can definitely do that, right? So next week we play Maryland, right? And I mean, there's no reason that we can't go out there, tighten up, and just obliterate this Maryland team. Yeah, they're awful. <laughs> then we get a bye week, build up some some angst in the guys who are like, man, I want to get out there and play state. Yeah. You know, and then when it comes to that day, just hopefully they can do what they did against Notre Dame. Right. 
Can I, can I say something? Yeah. That call last night drove me up a oh, yeah. wall. That's dude. the worst pass. What is call. with it? Like, That's I don't two weeks in a row. Yeah. The refs make the wrong call on the field all the time. This is why, like, the NFL had to make their pass interference, like, replay system. I know it's not been working well, but, like, you see stuff like that, and you're like, That's why is awful. this not being replayed? I'm literally looking at it on TV and going... How are, how is there no ability to review this, right. overturn it, and then call it something? It's ridiculous. I mean, it's end of their drive. It turned into a touchdown for them. I mean, if anything, it would be pass interference on the, on their tight end who pushed off, who pushed off on Khalid's helmet. Khalid's like sitting there looking like yeah. yeah. I was oh, like, what are you guys doing? Yeah, I mean, that was awful. That was everybody so knew it too. The whole crowd was call. throwing those towels. Oh <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that I mean, mean, even even either. Kirk Herbstreit and Reese Davis in the booth, and they're just like, "That's that's awful." <laughs> yeah, yeah. When even the commentators are going like, "They're like, that's not even close." Geez. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Like yeah. that was obviously an interception. I feel like the score of the game is forty-five to seven. I'm not giving them that touchdown. And that and that garbage points touchdown that does. I mean, yeah, you know, it was with three right? minutes left. So it could be forty-five nothing at one point. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. They just absolutely annihilated them, and I've never been happier. <laughs> yeah, and so. I think it's pretty great for the team to have a penalty like that, and because then it kind of became somewhat of a game, right? Notre Dame had a shot to get another touchdown and come back in it, and the defense showed up. So a lot of positives for the guys to, you know, again have the refs screwing them over, and they came through and kept pushing and didn't just give up and. Yeah. It, you know. I love seeing Don Brown call some of those zone plays. Oh gosh, oh that was amazing. He they would be trying Huge. to run, run the cross routes. Cross cross routes, routes all boom. of a sudden, boom, someone's nothing. right there. They got nothing. It's like thank God awesome. we're finally doing this. Yes. Why? What took us so long? And that's good was, to see. Yeah. There was a lot of coverage sacks. Yeah. They, where yeah. It's like, they just yeah. Which is like sitting there like uh yeah. I don't tries know what to, to do. <laughs> yeah. He had a couple where if he stood in the pocket he would have had a throw. Uh, I think so. Yeah. Well. Or, Kirk Herbstreit was talking about it. He's like, I don't know why he's running out of the pocket right now. If he would have stood there for half a second, he's got an open receiver 18 yards out. So, But also, raining, stuff like that. Yeah. So Brian Kelly looked absolutely miserable on the yeah. sidelines for Notre Dame. He looked, yeah. He did not want to be there. <laughs> so what do you guys think about the uh, um, fact that Notre, we're not playing Notre Dame till like 2033? What's your opinion about that? Are you guys upset that I the, love rivalry games? So yeah. I don't. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'd love pretty, to see I'm us pretty, play them every year, but I'm not a fan of the fact that we don't play them for a while. But it, it is what it is. Yeah, yeah. We got some cool games coming up. We got like a home and home with Texas or something. Do we really? Yeah, yeah. yeah we got. I'm trying to think. We play like first. we got Oklahoma. We, we play Oklahoma, Oklahoma coming up. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah, home <laughs> and home with Oklahoma. It's not till like 2023 though. Mm-hmm. So, J.G. McCarthy will be slinging it for us. Yeah, probably, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, we got some cool, like, just one-off kind of games, mm-hmm. which I'm, I'm a fan of. We start the uh, start the season at Washington next year. It's kind of cool. It's pretty sweet, yeah. So, I'm all for branching out a little bit. Mm-hmm. But, overall, um, just to kind of put us back on base here, uh, next week we play Maryland, um, and this Maryland team is not good. This Maryland team, they're one and four in their last five games. The only team they beat was Rutgers. <laughs> so they're zero and four. Where's not even count Rutgers? Yeah, you might as well just say yeah. No. Oh, I mean, as long as I basically we, I mean, I'd be 
at this point, where they're at right now, I'd be shocked to see anything other than a blowout. I think it's just continue to do everything that you're working on. The man coverage, zone coverage, just keep that tightened up. Keep D-line, keep shutting, you know, shutting plays down at the line of scrimmage. Um, get some coverage sacks. Um, stop the run. Offensive line, really just keep, you know, doing what you're doing right now so we can run the ball and make that look good, see if Shea can get some throws in a little bit. Um, I mean, I say just keep doing what we're doing. I'm going to be devil's advocate here a little bit and be, you know, out of my rocker. But uh, this Maryland team started the season super hot, Mm -hmm. right? They played school of the blind. Yeah, I mean, you know. (laughs) I mean, well, I mean, you think that. But yes, we were all like, oh, shit, like the the beginning of the season, like this might be a tough tough game for us. You think that could be the team that shows up or you think they've identified themselves as? I think they've identified themselves as a sorry team. (laughs) I feel like this late in the game. You can't recover. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, right, anything can happen on any day. Yada yada, but yeah. I, I feel like they got. Well, plus it's big. it's away game for us, and yeah, it's at Maryland. So far, we haven't been the greatest on the road, mm-hmm. unless you but count the second half at Penn State. Another thing is, I feel like anytime Michigan goes to, you know, Champaign, Illinois, Chicago, um, you know, Rutgers in New York or uh, Maryland out in DC area, I feel like Michigan fans show up because there's so That's, many alumni out yeah, there. So, I mean. It might even be like a neutral field game. It's not a home game for us. <laughs> That's so, true. See what okay. happens. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we should win that game. Yeah. We should it should be like thirty six zero would be if That'd I be nice. pick a little score there. Um, yeah. It's kinda all I got because uh we, we were so good on the field. I mean, I don't have that much to say about us. Does anybody yeah. have like a player of the game that they I mean, I go with Haskins, man. Hassan Haskins. Haskins. Yeah, yeah he had one. twenty attempts, had one hundred forty-nine yards. I mean, he did awesome. No touchdowns, though, right? Um, no touchdowns. They put in uh, Charbonnet for the red zone package or whatever. Yeah, Zach had two touchdowns. Um, but yeah, Haskins. I mean, that's. He looked I think he was fifth, last night. I think he was like fifth string going. He also looked patient. He had a yeah. number of runs where he was kind of, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. And it seems he, like they, at least for this rest of the season until like Chris Evans comes back. They have, like, two guys. It seems like Christian Turner just kind of fell out. You think Chris Evans <laughs> is going to come back? You think Chris Evans is coming back? Dude, no <laughs> He said he was way. coming back, right? What's the point? <laughs> why? Dude, why not? He was, such, like, he had that. He's his still, first year, he did school. very well. But I think, I mean, I think he's a great hard, a hard worker, a great guy. But why mess with the what we've got right now? Dude, I, I think he said he was going to come back. He's still enrolled, right? Yeah, I, I think he kind of got why beat out. Honestly, like uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think he back. could make his way back in. I, I really? wouldn't be surprised if Jim was like, "Yeah, come on back if you got his stuff, you know, straightened out." I thought but that was a whole deal, though. He was going to sit out a year, and come no, back, and then I don't see any guarantee that he'll ever play again. I don't think he'll ever play again. Yeah, maybe he'll come back on the team, but he'll yeah. never play again. Huh. I'd be shocked if he played again. Because if he, who come, do you think he'd play over at this point? I think he's still better than Haskins. I mean, Haskins had a good game, but here's the thing. I feel like the offensive line did such a great job. That's true. A lot of those holes were made by him. Other than that, like, we knew Zach was making plays even when the offensive line at the in the beginning of the season wasn't doing, like, that well. But Haskins, to me, I'm still waiting for him to be, like, more than just give the ball, run through the hole, and have some speed. Yeah. Right? That's kind of my opinion. I'm really happy with what he did. He I mean, had a lot he had of a couple nice, great plays. What was it against Illinois where he, you know, was – had two guys on him, kind of spun off and like got had a touchdown. Yeah, well, he's he, had a couple. Yeah, of he's had nice. a good run last night where he was stiff arming guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I mean, he's, yeah, 
he can be really good. I can kind of see where you're coming from, mm-hmm. where he hasn't wowed me or anything. Yeah, he hasn't, he hasn't been on a consistent yeah. basis. Yeah. But, I mean, he's... I think he's our... Do we have any beer? Our leading rusher right now. Yeah. I don't know. But if we saw Chris Evans from his first year, yeah, I think he beats out everybody. Oh, yeah. of course. But... See, after looking at last year, I started last year was so disappointing for me, like yeah, watching me him play. Yeah. But you do have that eye. You've got that eye like these guys, like <laughs> takes me a little bit longer to catch well, up. Well, actually, he might be a really good guy to have in this new offensive scheme, right? We can line him up in uh That's, that's what I was disappointed with. Yeah. It was like he's out this year, he was gonna play, and he was a guy who had who speed and really space. Well in yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so maybe you're maybe you're onto something, yeah. Right. I just well, hope yeah. he comes back for the sake of, like, you know, I feel like he got screwed over with yeah. the whole deal, so. I'm, I'm what you. was that whole deal? I heard he cheated on an exam or something, or, like, on a homework. I don't know. Don't take I my thought, word. I thought it was academic. Yeah, I was, I was some, the whole thing, but I thought yeah. it was academic. That's just not, I, I just, not 100% sure. Mm, that's, like, Twitter-level level rumors. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know what his deal is. I hope he gets his stuff straightened out. You guys anybody, got anybody different for MVP of the game? Um. Eh. I mean, go I, mean I guess there's that. guys who I like to Caesar really seem to be like, you know, running and making blocks. So if there's an offensive line, I guess Caesar I would pick because he seemed to be pulling a lot and making some good plays. And then, dude, I just want to mention this again, McGrone. God, that guy is a Monster. stud, dude. He is so fast. I feel like we literally got Devin Bush again. Yeah, I'm so lucky. So <laughs> lucky, dude. Easy. But no, he's he's fast. He finds the gaps in the defense and he yeah. just ruts. Fires through him out of a yeah. fucking cannon. He, like he's, he's coming he's out of a cannon. Yeah. Explosive. Yeah, I love that guy. My player of the game is the whole defensive line. I mean, they were just They're awesome. crushing it. I mean, even Metellus had a good game in the secondary, playing safety. I thought yep. he played really well. He had a couple but of pass breakups. I, I was happy to see True Wilson back. Yeah. True like, yeah. had a couple nice yeah, runs, like too. Couple, yeah. Yeah. yeah, touchdown run. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Touchdown he was looking run. good. Yeah. Yeah. Shea was out there blocking for him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just like, I love what <laughs> I'm seeing awesome. on Shea right now. I love what I'm seeing on Shea right now. I love seeing him run the ball a little bit. Shoot, I mean, take, I mean, I think we need to run him more. Like, what we're doing now oh, yeah, yeah. is what we should have been doing. You realize that some of these games that we've been winning, uh, Shea's had, like, 100 and... 30 pass yards yeah. and, like, two touchdowns. Follow me along the way, right? We're basically transitioning into last year. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what somebody was saying about, uh, was I, like, just watching this? Or uh, or you you said this, about where the O-line is kind of going back to, you know, some of their, yeah, you yeah. know, blocking schemes and stuff that worked well for them last year, mm-hmm. you know, to transition this year to kind of, like, I mean, they might just when, when Jim was evolving like, a little bit. Yeah, when Jim was, like, Oh, yeah, because they were struggling last year around the ball. And he's like, you know, my dad called me up and was like, we're just going to, you should run counter. And he's like, oh, my gosh, we should have run, we should be running counter. And so now they're starting to yeah. pull more guards. It's and awesome. starting to pull Jim's talking to his grandpa on the phone now. Yeah. <laughs> you guys great. remember the counter? Yeah. Oh, my God. Dude, you know who was, who I got to see a little bit yesterday? It was Luigi Villain. Yeah. 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 I we're love Luigi. That. Yeah. He's finally in. I, I, he had so many lower body issues, I guess, for like two years. Mm-hmm. And now I guess he's on a, a second team defense now, right? Dude, he looks like... I saw him, I was like, that guy, if I was playing against that guy, scared the shit out of me. <laughs> well, I remember he, when he was getting recruited, we were like, we were hyped about him. He was one of like the guys we were pretty excited about. Dude, he was a borderline five-star defensive end. He's been hurt. He's just been hurt. And that's where I'm like, dude, this team is just, it's on that cusp. Right. Yeah. Maybe I'm buying into the hype. I don't know, but I will. I'll 
shut up and take my money. I'll take some more of that hype, please. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't think we've got anything else on Michigan unless, I mean, we saw Ohio State rolled over Wisconsin. LSU beat Auburn. Yeah. LSU's the new number one team in the country. LSU, yeah. Love to see Alabama not there. Dude, I'm excited for the matchup in two weeks. Minnesota and Penn State might be two unbeatens right there in the Big Ten. That is going to be funny. That, dude, I looked yeah, at Minnesota's. Can, I got to pull up Minnesota's schedule. It is it's the most garbage schedule I've ever seen in my entire life. You're just going to be eight rowing no, that eight, boat. No. Yeah, row the You're boat. Rowing that boat. Let's go. You, you, I, and I, I really dislike PJ Fleck. So <laughs> let me look this up. Do you remember when we were in school and we were watching that Western game and we just saw PJ Fleck sprinting down the sideline and I was like, what is that? <laughs> Part of the team. I'm just like, oh man. Let me, let me look this up really quick. Uh oh. What do you yes, got? Uh, Their schedule? Is yeah. it just like trash or what? It, it is absolute garbage. Hold up, let me. It's, sorry, it's taking a while for me to get this. PJ Fleck, though, he's just. I, he's so arrogant and I hate that whole thing that happened like. I, I'm not. I'm not gonna go into that. Um, so okay, they open the season up against uh, South Dakota State. They won by seven. They played Fresno State. They won by three. They played Georgia Southern and won by three. They played Purdue and won by seven. They played Nebraska and killed them. Like it's Nebraska, and then they beat Rutgers and Maryland. They've played nobody. They've literally played no one. <laughs> it's it's such a bad schedule. Like. Yeah. I mean, they're ranked number 13 over Michigan, and I go, I feel like we could beat Minnesota by, like, three touchdowns. Right. Yeah. Oh, dude, if we played Minnesota, we should crush them. Yeah. So, yeah. Penn State's playing next week, so I'm kind of excited to, honestly, like, I know that the Big Ten Championship thing is is out for Michigan already. Right, right. But I would, there's a scenario where it could it could be back. Penn State has to lose is. three times. Well, in, I was looking at one where it said they only had to lose twice. But that's what where it was kind of confusing me. Oh, that's like, because the whole, like... And then they'd have to lose twice. And, and then Ohio State, Ohio State has to, to beat them. We have to beat Ohio State. And then there's like... <laughs> Ohio State was like, like a loss coming yeah. into yeah. us, though. But who, who are they going to lose to? You know, yeah. it's like... There is a scenario. I highly doubt it's going to happen. Yeah. But there is a scenario where that is a possibility. Sweet. All right. Let's just transfer to the West Division. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Perennial winners every year. Yeah. Yeah. What did... Uh, what did you think about Oklahoma... Oof. I mean, their defense always comes back to bite them in the ass. Yeah, that's pretty much the story. Yeah, I was, I was like, that's the team that I actually wanted to win the national championship this year. Especially yeah. Jalen Hurts go up against Alabama. Yeah, I mean, they still, they still, still have an opportunity. Yeah, but like, I mean, they've still got Baylor on their schedule. Could end up playing them twice if they make it to the Big Twelve title game. But what kind of sucks for them is that Texas has fallen down, friggin' slip and slide, and they're just going down, down, down. So, like, that's not even an impressive win anymore. Right. So, it's like, it's tough because they don't have a lot of impressive wins on their schedule, which is, I mean, something like with Minnesota. I mean, they've won, but they don't have any impressive wins. Yeah. So, like, Minnesota could very easily go undefeated and not even be thought of for the playoff. Yeah, that's true. You know, so, I think, I don't know. I think there's Oklahoma still a chance, but I think they got to, like... Yeah, I mean, all the the regular... Be consistent for us. The regular season. elites are kind of doing their thing at the, you know, top five spots. Um, yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens, right? A few more weeks left. But other than that, I mean, I don't really have much more to share. Do you guys have yeah. anything? Yeah. Go blue. Yep, go blue. Yep. 
find us on YouTube, find us on Facebook, uh, you know, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, yeah, please Twitter. Feel free to engage at and interact. Three by ninety podcast. Yeah, go blue.